Hey, Peter. Hey, man. How many keys do you have on your keychain currently? Um, I don't have a keychain, to tell you the truth. How do you get in your house? I'm minimalist. I'm Adam Manis. I'm Peter Martin. You're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Coming at you. Today's episode of the You'll Hear It podcast is sponsored by the Oxford American. Make sure to take a minute to visit oxfordamerican.org slash YHI. You'll find a curated collection of music content, including an interview with Les McCann, a video feature about a lifelong collector of 78 RPMs, and an in-depth story on John Coltrane. Monius Monk, many other jazz greats. Again, that's oxfordamerican.org slash YHI. And be sure to sign up for the Oxford Americans e-newsletter so that you don't miss out on any important announcements, events, or other musical happenings in the Oxford American universe. Have you signed up for the newsletter yet? I'm signing up as we speak. And you're doing that at oxfordamerican.org slash YHI? I sure am. Because I already know this is going to be one of those newsletters. You know, you get excited about something, you sign up for the newsletter, and then a few months later, you're trying to find that unsubscribe button. Yeah, not this one too many times i have the feeling this is not going to be that type because their content is just so compelling every time i sit down with the magazine or look at the, their wonderful website which you know has some of the articles and synopsis and and links to music and youtube videos and stuff it's so thoughtfully put together and so i think in a, in a, a day and age when we're kind of flooded with um, basically crap in our email inbox it's yes. gonna be nice to kind of get something from uh you know some wonderful source that that, that we love and appreciate yeah so. the Oxford american it's like it's like anti-crap Right. (laughs) Stuff you actually want. Exactly. Well, I mentioned keys in our brilliantly improvised opening uh, because we had a a question from an email. This is from Christopher in New Orleans. Uh, He says, hi, love the You'll Hear It podcast. I came across it a couple weeks ago, and it's now becoming a part of my break routine when I need to give my ears a rest in the studio. Well, it's (laughs) not actually restful on your ears. uh, I'm a music that soothing. <laughs> I'm, a mu- I'm a music producer. Uh, Hip hop and R and B prominent predominantly. While guitar is my primary instrument, piano slash keyboard has been becoming more and more a part of my day to day over the couple years. As I get more work as a producer, the only time I really practice piano though is if I need to record a part. Then I'm just practicing that one part slowly until I'm comfortable playing it at tempo. And this does absolutely nothing for my overall sound. I studied jazz in college and was mentored by a local jazz musician in New Orleans through high school, so I'm pretty good with theory and figuring out what I'm hearing in my head and applying that to the piano. My issue is, when I'm playing, I'm always hesitating and searching for the notes while playing changes, which makes my timing pretty choppy and limits my creativity for the most part. It's like my hands consistently fall behind my ears and I get stuck playing the same boring shapes and voicings I'm comfortable with. I'm comfortable playing in E flat, and I frequently resort to transposing my keyboard so the key of the tune I'm working on plays an E flat on that keyboard. Ooh, epic fail. Uh, (laughs) That's the shameful, correct, solution to my problem, LOL. So my question is what... No LOL. (laughs) Straight shame. (laughs) (laughs) My question is what would be your practice slash exercise suggestions for muscle memory in my hands so I'm not stuck and limited to one position? I hope I explain the issue well enough for you guys to understand it. Also, I'm in... The seven ways to begin a tune episode, but I can't find that. Oh, we'll, we'll cover that later. But that's Chris okay. from New Orleans. And so What's we'll, up, Chris, from the Crescent City? That's right. Um, and we'll stick to this question of, of the keys. And it is, in fact, shameful to be transposing on the keyboard. <laughs> 
Well, it's, I mean, what I do mean, you do when you get an old Kranich and Bach in front of you? I know. I mean, it's sh- well, I, I think it's shameful, like the same way it's amount of shame as if you're gonna if you want to translate a letter that you're writing into another language and you just go to Google Google Auto Translate. Your quality's not going to be that good. There's you, no shame in that game. But. No, there's not. Okay. <laughs> well, no, but then you try to pass it off as a as the real deal. Oh, I get you. you. Yeah, yeah. You know, a little bit of understanding might come through, but you're kind of using technology in a way not to really develop your own skills which is really what this is about and i think you know this thing i think you mentioned something about how do you get out of the same boring shapes and voicings so on the piano and i would imagine too to a certain degree on the guitar yeah to a great degree the, you know transposing auto transposing is not you're not going to get out of the same shapes because you're gonna be playing the same one that's right you know um so a little bit of just old school repetition um, is what you're going to need so that you can get, as you know, as as Chris said, his hands are behind his ears, and didn't he kind of say that? Yeah. So um, you, you there there needs to be some kind of method methodology to how you're going to go through and practice, and I think that's what he's asking. But it's like you also have to be realistic in how much you can add. You can't just say, okay, I want to learn all 12 keys. I'm only comfortable with a few small you know, set of, of boring, what I would consider boring voicings, but I also want to be able to play them in all keys and I want to be able to hear them as I play yeah. by the end of the week. Yeah. It doesn't matter what computer algorithm, you can program a computer maybe to do that, yeah. but you can't get it so that, that, that you have that internalized and you, your hands, you have the muscle memory, the ears, the connection, the taste, mm-hmm. the, the understanding to be able to execute all of those. Mm. But, you know, within three months or so, I would say with some nice 20 to 30 minutes of practice on voicings, I think you can develop an interesting palette pretty much in all keys, you know, of basic but basic but good voicings, wouldn't you say? That's I would, realistic. I would, I would totally agree. And I think the key to this is to be discerning, to find the voicings that you know in, e, in the key of E flat that you like, you know, not shapes that you're bored with, but take them around to all keys. And you could start slow. Take them to keys close to E flat. Yeah. Or keys that you get called to play on a lot, you know, yeah. uh, if you're doing, uh, you know, hip hop and R and B sessions, that could be sharp keys. That yeah. could be more flat keys, but, so. but whatever it is, you know, start out taking it in chunks. Like you said, it's not going to happen overnight, but take one little idea and try to run it around the keys in a time that allows you to actually absorb it, Yeah, you know, and yeah. be discerning. Don't, you don't have to take everything that you do in E flat around, uh, all 12 keys now is the time to start whittling out what you don't want to take around in all 12 keys right. get it out of your playing you know what not to play what not to play in the words of the great christian mcbride but christian mcbride about talking about bass lines i can tell you a few things not to do yeah and and, <laughs> and that's going to get you the promised land even quicker and one of those <laughs> is transposing the keyboards that you're always playing in right e flat. no but but here's the thing I think one problem here, one solution solves the other problem as well because mm-hmm. the whole my my hands aren't catching up with my brain thing, that's because you can only play in the key of E flat. Right. You start getting proficient in even just six other keys. Yeah. Right? Your hands will be way quicker on even E flat. You yeah. know what I mean? You start understanding the relationships of the intervals better. Your fingers become better aligned with the keyboard because you have to play an E, you have to play yeah. an A or whatever. I think I think one hand shakes the other for this these two problems. Absolutely. And and I think that let's just be clear too and I would just say there's actually no shame in this idea of transposing the voices if you can only play them if you're do, kind of doing that for professional reasons like you're producing something and you need to be in another key and you just can't play it yet. Yeah, that's So fine. it's like you got to separate that out and I think that we you know, probably the, the, the common times that you and I encounter this is in maybe composing or arranging when composing or, or arranging when you're on a deadline and you just go to somebody else's score, copy and paste and put it in your own. 
No, I'm joking. I'm just checking to see if you're listening right now. Whoa. <laughs> no, but I mean, that would be the equivalent of like, I don't have time to write it, so I'm going to go grab him. So now you get into some legal I was jeopardy. Like, I wonder that. That, why that arrangement sounds so close to a Nelson Riddle arrangement. That's weird. Right, right. No, but I think what it would be, you know, there's certain things. Well, for instance, like you're going to do a gig yeah. in like half an hour, and the singer's like, oh, I want to do. You know, fly me to the moon in in A, uh-huh. and you don't really know fly me to the moon. Maybe you kind of know it in in F, but you don't feel confident being able to do it in A. I would say if you know you're at a certain point, maybe kind of go for it, but you might need to bust out the you know. And I pride myself on never using these, but I have seen them, yeah, and I've I play with too. them. The real book where you can change on the app, you know, the key so it shows it to you as opposed to transposing it. If you got to do it for the gig, you got to do it. But then at well, least make a note of that that you're going to practice. First of all, that you're going to really learn the tune because you're not. If you don't really know the tune, it's very hard to kind of hear it and transpose it at the same time. Right? Yeah, the real book thing. I think that's a level down from the keyboard thing. I think it's part of the same family. Right. But I do you mean think even more shameful or less no less shameful, shameful oh, less a little <laughs> bit because you're well, still we have reading a wall it. of shame here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we should actually make a wall of shame. But the the keyboard thing, I'm I'm on the fence about this because I hear what you're saying. It's a professional situation. You want it to sound good. But also it's like, I feel like if, if you're really going to get this, Chris, you're going to have to fail every once in a while in a sure. key you're not comfortable in. And right. sometimes the only time to do that is in some kind of performance or, or just a situation where it matters, you know? Yeah. But I mean, I also think that we, you know, in your professional situation, you have to kind of put the best product forward you have to put yourself in a position you don't want to be lazy no, that's true but you don't want to be so aggressive like you have to think about like what what is the end result you want to get through the tune support the singer yeah play a good so whatever and but but you're right i mean you're not going to grow i mean you can push yourself if you're disciplined when you're practice but that takes a lot and i mean i i really struggle with that in terms of as soon as i've finished doing a performance especially when it goes i feel like it went really well or an arrangement or a composition um, or anything with open studio whatever like that right when you're done is actually the time to evaluate and say okay what can i do better next time like exactly. what what do i need to work on to put myself in a position and when it goes well or like if you've got the real book you know or you're playing the, the the chord and having it transpose and it works and sounds good and sells a bunch of copies or whatever yeah. you're sort of like oh i'm cool i'll just do that next time but you got to be disciplined to say okay next time i still want it to sound as good but i want to actually be in that other key with some new voices yeah i think that's good um, but but honestly, too, as a button on all of this, you know, I can't say enough how important it is to practice in all 12 keys, to have yeah. them comfortable. You have to do it. it. It has to happen one way or another at some point. And the only way to do it is to actually practice in keys like E and G flat and A and yeah. B and like, you know, D flat. Like there's plenty of examples of tunes that are in these keys. You can just take tunes, you know, and go through these keys. You can take licks that you play or language that you... Voicings. Voicings <laughs> is super important. Super, super important. Yeah. And I think with voicings, you know, there's two kind of top level ways to go about this hitting all this. like like say if you you have you know some nice voicings in e flat i would actually recommend first going through the circle of like going through the flat keys circle of fifth circle of force mm. as opposed to going chromatic um at least with the first set because um with the piano it's a little bit easier to comprehend how the shapes cha- they, the shapes are going to change less as you go through the flat keys as opposed to jumping between flat and sharp keys so mm-hmm, to speak mm-hmm. um from a theoretical standpoint, there's some things that I think that are a little easier to understand from a chromatic standpoint. So the next one you do, you may want to switch to that. And then you also get a little bit of like um, both sides as opposed to just being dogmatic about practicing. Does that make sense? It does. Think? I think there's actually ways of, you know, it, any way you can practice all 12 keys differently, I think yeah. is good. So so circle of fourth, cycle of, is it cycle of fourth, circle it's of both. fifth? It's both. Uh, I, always, I learned circle of fourth because I learned it on a circle. 
right. and it goes around. Cycle of fists. It's cyclically I thought goes one was one, th- and no, maybe. Well, well chromatically, like down in that, in that. you could also do. <laughs> sometimes I'll practice something on the whole tone scale, so like up to like C D E uh, G flat A flat B flat, and then go up a half step B. D flat, E flat, F, G. If you forget a. that last part, you're only going to be like, wow, this is cool. I went through all the keys, only six <laughs> yeah. of them. <laughs> but the, the point is that, like, awesome. j- just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm good. Uh, but the, I the, like that. The point is different ways to kind of yeah. fool your brain so you don't yeah. get into these patterns so much that you. They, a, little, a little chaos theory. A little chaos so that, you're, so that you really lock into these memory wise. We talked about this with memory work yeah. episode we did. But so that when you're, you're cycling through these, if you do it in a different way, you know, every couple of times you're going to remember them faster. Big shout out to a, a gentleman that I learned about chaos theory about 15, 20 years ago, who actually has a jazz connection as well. Math, the great mathematician, uh, Jeff Goldblum in the original Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When my kids, when my older kids were right. first watching that when it came out, I remember yeah, he so broke you, down you put chaos a drop of water on your, uh, on your hand. Well, which, which, which way is it going to go? Yeah. That's my when Jeff Goldblum. That hel- terrible. <laughs> when he was in that helicopter, I think stoned or whatever talking about. <laughs> anyway. Um, but we diverge. Okay. So Chris in New Orleans, hopefully that gets you on the right path. And for then, sure. you know, discipline practice for this, take it slow as you go through either the circle of fifth, circle of fours, you know, whole tone, chromatic, um, um, but, you know, have some goals for yourself. I mean, you know, I think if we think about adding one key per week would be very conservative in terms of like, you know, at least a place to start. Totally. And look, in 11 weeks, you already know E flat in, in 11 weeks, less than three months, you've got them all, at least with a subset of of, of changes. But the other side of, of your question, too, is um, you also have to develop some other voicing. So I think you can go through this systematically as far as learning them in different keys and getting the shapes together, but also introducing some new voice. There's a lot of great resources. We've got a bunch on the blog. Actually. I was going to say, Chris, you know where you could go is you'll hear it.com to yeah. our blog. There's a piano section where we have tons of great blog posts about all kinds of different voicings. You can get some ideas there. Yep. Yep. And, so. and a bunch of other great folks on, online and in person. So, um, that was a great question. That was good. Thank you. Um, and I was wondering about his teacher from New Orleans. He said it was an arranging teacher, a piano, piano teacher. Yeah. I wonder if that was Buddy Bolden. I guess that'd be going back a little far, probably. Chris is very, very old. <laughs> <if that's the laughs> case. Especially for a hip-hop be, producer. Exactly. All right. Well, nailed another one. Yeah. Don't forget to uh, go to OxfordAmerican.org slash YHI. You can get a, a year subscription for 25 bucks, which is an incredible deal. Thank you to Oxford American for being our charter sponsor. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Well, till tomorrow. You'll hear it.